Hello and welcome back to the Unreported World podcast. I'm Krishnan Gurumurthy. President Robert Mugabe's regime has brutally suppressed opponents, but the internet has provided an outlet for a growing band of comics and satirists. Reporter Shay Rhodes goes to Zimbabwe to meet the brave comics who are risking their security by satirising the country's politicians and state media. Harare, the capital of Zimbabwe, is a city of intrigue, where Robert Mugabe's inner circle in the ZANU-PF party are battling to be in charge when the ageing president's gone. The security services have always stamped out criticism of the government, but now the city's independent newspapers are pushing the boundaries, reporting on who's up and who's down. Today's newspaper features quite a major development in Zimbabwean politics. For over a year now, there's been speculation that Grace Mugabe is going to take over from her husband. But the papers today are claiming that Robert Mugabe has all but confirmed that she's now running ZANU-PF and therefore the country. But on state-run TV, there's nothing about the battle for power. Gabriel Mugabe is celebrating the life of President Comrade Robert R.G. Mugabe's contribution to Zimbabwe's liberation struggle. Government mouthpiece the Zimbabwe Broadcasting Corporation is famous for holding the party line. It's all about H.G. His Excellency. And for its technical glitches. Now, ZBC has inspired an internet sensation as Zimbabwe satirists join newspapers in criticising the government. And now on to an actual report, based mainly on facts with splatterings of goodwill. Zambezi News is a spoof news show featuring characters like the corrupt and very wealthy Minister for Impending Projects. Eheka, you are honoured. This mine is called Mine Mine, because the mine is Mineka. <laughs> a diamond mine, a minister's best friend, Blinka. The weather, partly cloudy, isolated thunder showers. And it never misses a chance to mock ZBC's poor production values. Sometimes, so if you're wearing hot things, sorry. If you're wearing cold things, sorry. Might be the authorities case. here have detained people for insulting the president. Are you a high-powered ruler? Do you often get stains from pesky journalists? Sketches like these cleverly avoid attacking the president directly. Do you find foreign governments in your underwear? I'm on my way to meet the people who make Zambezi News. They describe themselves as activists who use comedy to get their message across. Hey, hey, how are you? How's it going, man? Oh. Sam Monroe and Tongai Makawa are better known as Comrade Fatso and Outspoken. They've won international funding for their comedy and their work with local artists. Taf is our new media officer, so he's blitzing Facebook and Twitter and keeping people updated with everything we're doing. Outspoken and Fatso met through the underground hip-hop scene. Growing up in a repressive Harare, music gave them their first taste of free speech. Now they use satire to talk about everything, from vote-rigging to corruption. This week, as always, President Mugabe and his wife provide rich material. 
So we got like the Newsday, which is independently owned, and you've got like the state media, uh, the Herald. Um, and this is actually one story that was being covered uh, when the president was booed recently in Zambia. You can mm -hmm. see like the independent press talking about the booing that uh, dents Mugabe's image. But then in the state-owned uh, publication, it's like heroes welcome in Lusaka. So you can see like how you have these contrasting um, stories always emerging in the, in the papers. And then there's Grace Mugabe's latest venture, a safari park. She's taken over the farm and is, uh, is evicting 150 families. She's released 100 zebras onto the property. And next up are the big five, lions and buffaloes. Uh, so if the police can't evict the people, then uh, she'll make sure that the animals do. So now I have a, a new foreman. Uh, the Only 1% of Zimbabweans are white. Being a multiracial team makes casting easier for sketches on topics like the seizure of land from white farmers. This is now my new foreman. He's the former farmer for this area here, and I've now taken over. This is a bumper harvest which I will reap. Ehega! 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 Who says you can't teach them new things? Eh? This is good. Eh? Right, go back to work. Seb, the Zambezi cartoonist, is doing a sketch about the Grace Mugabe safari story. It's a brave topic to choose as journalists have been harassed for visiting the area. This is the first one. First box, yeah. 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 I'm liking yeah. that. You can just see like how the tables have turned. You know, the zebras are getting preference over the people and stuff, so... There have been a number of cases where those close to Mugabe have gained control over land, while the villagers living there have been evicted. The person that I choose to look at it as the burden that these guys have been left with, with no place to sleep or go home because of an animal. Mm. This is the rest of the villagers, disgruntled, angry, booing. Do you feel like this is happening more and more now in Zimbabwe, this kind of bubbling of, of discontent? Yeah, and it's getting louder. The people are close to boiling point. Really? Yeah. And is that why you guys are feeling sort of empowered to say these things, to draw these yeah. things? Yeah. My recently acquired farm, Mugabe recently said reforms backfired as some farms were too large for their new owners to manage. It is a bumper harvest indeed. Critics say ministers seized ownership and sold off machinery for a quick profit. Today the economy is stagnant and three quarters of Zimbabweans live in poverty. It's still a very cancerous state and I feel like it's like Greed feeding greed. People failing to realize that there is enough for all, but it's just that it's in the hands of the few that aren't willing to actually share. What's he got that we don't? I don't get it. Politicians label anyone who accuses them of corruption or incompetence as unpatriotic. More material for Zambezi News. Patriotism. We'll hate you if you haven't got it. Contains 51% sovereignty and other additives. Not to be sold to children with access to dual citizenship or black Zimbabweans with white tendencies. Available at all patriotism tuck shops, supermarkets, police stations, roadblocks and militia camps nationwide. Disregard all foreign bears in By law, 
all foreign companies here have to sell a majority stake to Zimbabwean owners. In order to be patriotic, you must drink locally brewed drinks. The cheaper, the better. There's a battle in Zimbabwe's courts over free speech at the moment. In recent years, 80 people have been charged with insulting the president. But the Supreme Court's now ruled that that's unconstitutional. Recently, cases have been thrown out of court. The situation's encouraged Zambezi News to get bolder. It's the bang-bang comedy night. This is put on by the Zambezi News crew. They get in touch with all their friends, comedians and satirists from all over Harare. And they get a full crowd in here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bang Bang Comedy Club. How's everyone doing? The team know that Zimbabwe's Central Intelligence Organization are watching them. The CIO has arrested and tortured hundreds of anti-Mugabe activists over the years, but so far they've left comedians alone. They may be wary of foreign condemnation or distracted by infighting. I'd like to welcome you all here, all our friends and foes. Current party members, expelled party members, we welcome you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Let's not underestimate the ruling party. Zanu PF is the biggest opposition party to Zanu PF at the moment. <laughs> Tonight, Comrade Fatso's even risking jokes about the First Lady. Uh, so she's setting up a wildlife sanctuary, uh, which I fully support and endorse prominence. I'm fully behind that. She's not evicting villagers. They're being evicted by 100 very mischievous zebras <laughs> who have invaded the farm. It's known as the zebra crossing. I don't know if you've heard of it. Zambezi News have inspired a new generation of online satirists. These guys call themselves P.O. Box. They post sketches on Facebook. The most popular ones get 5,000 hits in an hour. Zimbabwe may be poor, but there are more mobile phones here than people. I would like to greet all of you who are gathered here. In P.O. Box's latest clip, their character Mayor Butisi talks about ploughing money back to the people. Uh, in the history of politics, uh, ploughing back uh, to the people can only be done by people like me. They've invited me along to watch them rehearsing some new Mayor Butisi sketches. Here, he's promising jobs after the election in return for votes. I'll see what I can do for you after the elections as someone who's helped me on the campaign. Thank you, Chief. Don't worry, young man. I've got big plans for your future after the elections, OK? But after the election, he fobs them off. Chief, congratulations. Yeah, we did it. Chief, it's been a long time. Where have you been? I've been busy in the office. P.O. Box tell me they don't go as far as Zambezi News. We are just uh, careful. Yeah. yeah. Self-censoring? Yeah, yeah, self-censoring. You have to be careful about offending people, individuals, authorities and societies. When you cross this boundary, something goes wrong. 
you know I, I don't think that would be <laughs> that would be satire for us mm. there will be anything to laugh about some busy news they are brave yeah they are, they are brave, brave guys they, are brave. Yeah. they they do comedy in a way which is straight to the point which mm. is something we as pure box and to not really do yeah yeah we know them we know them everyone knows them busy news but we don't know where they stay <laughs> but people know where we stay yeah. <laughs> maybe that's why we are we are careful <laughs> <laughs> we are we are afraid about life after awake. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing cautious about this Zambezi news sketch on Zimbabwean elections. You know me, it's voting time, election eve. Your vote is your secret. My vote, ha, I sold it, auctioned it to the highest bidder. No contest, one winner. Ghost voters, my dead voters. Fake voters, no live voters, twice voters, five voters. If you are live, don't try voters. In the 2013 general election, Mugabe's ZANU PF party swept to power with a two thirds majority. There were allegations of electoral fraud. Today, there are some tricky decisions to be made in the Zambezi news offices. So the posters have gone to print and they'll be. In a week's time, they're having a live show to launch their new series. Um, but they'll be going to print later today. But there's the question of whether to get police clearance for the event. Of clearance, we're not bothering to get no. police clearance, eh? All right, so there we go. Do you normally need police clearance for an event like this? Technically, there would be no point in us getting that kind of clearance for some busy news because one, we'd be notifying the cops that were doing it, and two, yeah. it's obviously going to be political references. Yeah. They wouldn't expect a venue like that to host an event like this, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll just, you know, hide in plain sight. And, <laughs> yeah. and then, in terms of. One the, theme for the new series is a significant change in Zimbabwe's foreign relations. The EU has just lifted its ban on aid. I know most of you are skeptical as to where this money will go, as most monies that you have given to my country have gone unaccounted for. I agree, some of it might have been diverted to cover weddings and such, but these are events of national importance. To ensure and encourage accountability, the billion dollars shall be deposited into my personal account and I will personally account for every cent. With no chance of getting on state-run TV, Zambezi News have to try other ways to get viewers. As well as the internet, they distribute their material on DVDs. Today, they're hitting the road to hand out a new batch in a town three hours from Harare. Despite the poverty in the area, Mugabe is still popular. These areas out in the countryside, this is where Zanupef have their, their strongholds, isn't it? Yeah. What does that mean for you then? It means these are the areas that information needs to infiltrate and disseminate. Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of information is like, I mean, with the propaganda machine, like, they get to believe this false reality that they that they're given. So there's need to just break that, you know. We're heading for an independent community radio station in a town called Kwekwe. Except this station doesn't broadcast. The government won't give them a license. So instead, they record their programs onto CDs 
and hand them out to be played in bars, hospitals and on buses. As promised, we've brought you some new Zambezi News DVDs. Uh, we've got 250 DVDs in here of, of season two. Okay. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. For you guys to distribute through your, your network here. Oh, the yeah. last DVDs that we got to you yeah. of season one. You were raided. You were raided. Yes. Yeah. And all of all of the DVDs were confiscated. All of them. Except a few. Yeah. For the guys who came in first, like yeah. our other young ladies, she got a few copies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the rest went down the drain. They tell me the police regularly raid stations like theirs to make sure they're not secretly broadcasting. How many times have you been raided? Twice. Twice. Yes. But you're still turning the up. The second time, they even went up the ceiling there to check our codes because we still have got some wires which go into the ceiling. Of course, they are transmission wires, but they are not connected to anywhere. Mm. So they thought probably we have some kind of transmitter in the ceiling. Some, some pirate radio station. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually they found nothing. They might argue that we are already broadcasting, but we are not, because we are not live on air. Zambezi News finish off the visit with an impromptu weather forecast for the station's next programme. Tonight, uh, the weather is looking uh, partly cloudy, partly shiny. Of course, the rainfall will not be joining us due to the sanctions that the European Union has imposed in our nation. Thanks for having us, Baba. Thank you very much. Back in Harare, President Mugabe is about to provide the Zambezi team with new material. Here's how state media covered the story. President Robert Mugabe is back home from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, where he attended the 24th African Union Heads of State Summit, which elected him as the new chair of the 54-member continental body. He was met at the Arara International Airport by thousands of ZANU-PF supporters who came to welcome him after a fruitful AU summit. So it's a style of work that should change. But here's what State TV didn't show. Mugabe misses his step and falls to his knees. Security guards tried to suppress this footage, even taking tapes out of journalists' cameras, but they didn't get them all. Their heavy-handed attempts just fueled the story. Next day, the news was everywhere. And Twitter was flooded with photoshopped images. How's it going? Going okay-ish. Yeah. It's all coming together, actually. Tonight's Zambezi News launch show has coincided with the biggest Mugabe story for months. Thank you. Thank you. They're trying to work Mugabe's fall into their performance without being arrested. Can we please ask our esteemed guests to please watch out for the carpets when walking into the cinema? It's proved a difficult procedure for some of our older VIPs recently. Do you feel ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every time we do a live performance, like, I'm always gauging how much we can get away with. Like, the, those lines, I'm just like, man, what, what's the audience reaction going to be for this one? We've heard the Secret Service, or CIO, are trying to stop the Mugabe Falls image from spreading any further. Are you expecting any CIO agents today? 
like the, there is that tension around, yeah, it's the unsaid joke that's circulating, mm. you know? And it's like maybe waiting for the first person to come out and say it. Who's going to say it in public because everyone right now is saying it on Twitter. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. And it's like, you know, so we'll break the joke. Yeah. Yes, deploying more agents, yes. <laughs> we can finally make an example of people that make fun of the president, yes. <laughs> Proceed to Cinema 4, Eastgate. Arrest them, then make them fall down the escalator. <laughs> it's not, uh, arrest Fatso, uh, outspoken fine. <laughs> yeah, it's outspoken speaking, over and out. Great. <laughs> and then there's a sign that the authorities are on the alert. It's about four hours before the launch of Zambezi News Season 3 and I've just had a panicked phone call from the guys telling me that they need to meet me in a secret location and tell me a bit more about what's happening tonight. Hey man, what's going on man? Going, we got a call from the police and it was the police saying, we hear from our sources that you're going to be doing a screening today, have you got clearance? They've decided to go ahead with the show, but they think my presence as a foreigner might make the consequences of a raid worse. So, yeah, from, from our discussions with the lawyers, they were saying, look, it's not, it's not safe for you to be at the launch today. It could well be that they come through there and either try and shut it down and or uh, arrest yourselves and, yeah. and us. And you've already gone pretty far. Yeah. Where's the limit? This is just one little niche in what we want to achieve, just one axe hitting the tree until that tree falls, I mean, it's like we're not seeing that bigger picture. We're like just focus on this one thing, what impact it can have. We arranged for the event to be filmed. Zambezi team's gamble paid off. There was no police raid and a huge show of support, with friends like P.O. Box turning up too. First, we'd like to uh, thank the uh, police and CIO for checking in with us this morning. Yes, the event is going ahead, as you can see. Uh, on to other housekeeping events. Um, other housekeeping, please, uh, can our esteemed guests please mind the carpet uh, while walking down? Uh, it's been a difficult procedure for some of our older VIPs recently. <laughs> Madapa has also been raking it in. His wife has opened up a wildlife sanctuary for rabid zebras. <laughs> where tourists can come and watch the ancient African tradition of innocent animals chasing cheeky villagers. <laughs> Not to mention, get the freshest biltong in the province. Where the meat comes from is none of your business. Could be a zebra or a villager. Either way, it's organic and quite chewy. <laughs> The latest series of Zambezi News is now available online, and so far there's been no comeback for the team. But they're acutely aware that their new freedom may only last as long as Mugabe himself. When his successor emerges, all bets are off. For now, it is over and out from us at the news desk with the news on the desk. Done. Good night. Thank you very much. Good night. Good night. Enjoy your I've viewing. I've been Jerome. He's been Mandapi. I am still Mandapi. And that's the, actually the music coming in right now. The music so can't hear of the, the news. Music, the music is off. Goodbye. Our thanks to Shea Rhodes. 
The Unreported World podcast accompanies the critically acclaimed Channel 4 television series. Explore more by visiting channel4.com slash unreportedworld, where you can watch full programmes on demand from anywhere in the world. Also, join the discussion on Unreported World's Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next week, from me, Krishnan Guru Murthy, goodbye. <laughs>